Come on, let's give God our praise this morning. Come on, let's clap our hands and say thank you, Jesus, for what he's doing, what he's about to do this morning. Come on. How many are thankful to be in church today? Man, am I thankful to be here. And you are looking great on this Vision Sunday. As Casey mentioned, uh, it's Vision Sunday. If you're new to church today, my name is Ben, and I'm one of the pastors here, and I get the joy of sharing with you today and sharing with all of us just uh, some things that we are thankful, you know, that the Lord is doing, that God is doing, and some places that we feel like God is leading us as a community, as a family. And uh, it's kind of like a family meeting. So just relax, just, just settle in. I believe that there's something for all of us today, but it's a bit of a unique Sunday and we're glad that you're here. Um, it's kind of like this, my family and I, we, we gather probably a couple times a year usually in the new year, around the new year, and also in the fall season. And just a couple weeks ago, we went out to Fish Creek Park. We made a little fire and, and just sat around the campfire, just talking about, here's kind of what we see for the fall. Here's kind of what we see for this next year to come. And we had a chance to, to kind of pray and, and encourage each other. And, and so that's what we're doing this morning on Vision Sunday. That's what this is. This is our family just saying, hey, here's what God has been doing. Uh, here, here's where we're going for the future. And so I want to let you know that the future is bright. In fact, the future is so bright, you might just need sunglasses next Sunday. All right. Why don't you turn to somebody right now and just remind them, just say, hey, the future's bright. Go ahead and encourage them today as we dive into Vision Sunday. As I was praying about this day, I really felt the Lord uh, speak to me this, these words, dream big and imagine more. It's time for us again to dream big and to imagine more. I believe that has implications for us as a community, for sure. And I also believe that that has significant implications for every individual here this morning. I believe God wants you and me to dream big because how many know he's a big God? <laughs> and imagine more for the future. We're thankful for what God's doing, but how many know there's always more? There's always more in God. And the reason why we, I believe, need to rally again this morning to dream big and imagine more is that there are people in our city that desperately need to hear the good news of Jesus. They need to respond to the gospel uh, in their lives. That Jesus loves them, died for them, and forgives them of their sin. I, last Sunday, I met a, a couple, and it was their first time here. And I met them in the lobby, and, and they're just like, we, we just, we're here because somebody told us we need to come to this church. <laughs> and they uh, received the Lord, got a Bible. Um, and you know what? I saw them again this morning. So I know you guys are here, and I'm not going to point you out. But I, I, it just reminded me that, you know, for them, it, it just seemed to me like they're just like, yeah, we just, we were not really into this church thing at all, but we felt like God was doing something. And so we came and got saved and we're getting plugged in. So come on. Thank you, Lord, that God, God is at work. And I mean, it's so cool because we sit around with the staff every week and we share stories like that of people coming to the Lord and people coming to faith or people coming back to their faith. And Ephesians chapter three says, God can do anything, you know, Far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. And he does it not by pushing us around, but by working in us. His spirit deeply 
and gently within us. How many are thankful that God can do anything? It's time for us to dream big and to imagine more. I saw an article in the Calgary Herald not long ago. I want to show it to you here. Uh, Calgary, an area projected to hit 2.4 million by 2041. Now, this article was from a few years ago, and they, even in the article, they said, even if the economics uh, you know, aren't as strong as, as the future forecasts are, that our city is going to grow significantly. And that means another million people are going to be in Calgary in the next 23 years. Roughly a million more people. So I got thinking about what's that mean for us? What's that mean for the church? And we're going to get to that in a minute. But this is what it's going to mean for you on the Deerfoot. This is what it's going to mean for you when you go shopping to Chinook Mall. I'll tell you right now. You think it's bad now? Get ready for a million more people. And then if you need to park for a hockey game, guess what? This is what is going to happen. Our church is 91 years old. The population of Calgary was around 61,000 people. When a group of believers began to dream for the future, I don't think they had any idea that Calgary would be what Calgary is today. And they were people that dream big and they imagine more. And that's always been who we are, First Assembly. We're people that dream big. We imagine more. Not just the city planners planning for the future, but God has called us now to begin to plan for the future. Now, Jesus could return. We're excited about that. But we may have decades in front of us. We don't know. We need to believe God. What, what if the people that were, you know, years ago, decades ago, they didn't have any foresight? We wouldn't be here today. We wouldn't be in this building today. And so it's our turn to pick up the baton. It's our turn to move forward into the future. God's people have always been a people who dream. One of the things about knowing God and walking with God is he, God, our God is a dreamer. And as his people, we are dreamers. Psalm 126 says this, when the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, says that we were like those who dreamed. I love that. What this is, is it's God's people and they're going up to Jerusalem. It's a psalm of ascent and they're singing this song. This is actually lyrics to a song. They didn't have iPods. They didn't have, you know, all the musical instruments and sound equipment, but they would sing and they would say, we were like those who dream because God set us free from captivity. And as the people of God, that's in our spirits. All of us in this room this morning, that's why we're raising our hands and singing, oh, praise the name of the Lord our God. Praise his name forever. We're singing our own songs in 2018. Why? Because we've been set free. We're not captives. We're not slaves any longer. And God has set us free. And when you experience Jesus in your life in a personal way, it's like a dream come true. And that's what they were saying. They're like, God's been so good to us. This is like a dream come true. And I want you to watch this, what happens here in this psalm. It says then in verse 2, our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. And then it was said among the nations. Another translation says among the heathen. In other words, godless people said this about the people of God. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. And the Lord has done great things for us. And we are filled with joy. Do you see, when we live from that place of dreaming, when we understand that God has dreams for our future, 
that God has dreams for a city, that it impacts other people. The dream is not just for you and me. It actually ripples over. It has a ripple effect to people that don't know Jesus yet. This is what it reminds me of this morning, that when we dream, we were like those who dreamed. And as we dream, that dream ripples through a city, ripples through a nation. Lives are changed. Families are restored. People come to Christ. It's all about people. It's all about reaching people with the good news of Jesus Christ. And we get to be here in 2018 and dream again. And God's calling us dream bigger, expect more, imagine more because he's able to do it. And this is where we're going. First assembly as we dream, you see those who experience true freedom in God, it's like a dream in our lives, isn't it? It's like, wow, this is incredible. But that dream frees others who are still in captivity. That dream frees others. First Assembly has always been a spirit-empowered people with a God-sized dream. We've always taken bold steps of faith. As I was preparing, last year I came across some archives. And I want to just remind us real quickly about some of the ways uh, leadership and influence that God has used this church. In 1923, there were the first believers that met together in a prayer meeting on 14th Avenue. And the Azusa outpouring of the Holy Spirit, that charismatic renewal revival uh, that happened in, in uh, Los Angeles around that time, the early 1900s. These people in Calgary were impacted by that move of God, um, the, the outpouring of the Spirit from Azusa Street. The first recorded place that people were baptized in the Holy Spirit uh, was here in Calgary, Alberta. So these ones met together in 1923. Then in 1927, they rented an upstairs room, uh, 8th Avenue Southwest. From there, 1929, land purchased on, on 8th Avenue and a church was built. 1938, Lighthouse Mission was established. 1953, first church plant from First Assembly was in the neighborhood of Montgomery. 1955, Beddington Pentecostal Church was planted from this house. 1958, the Chinese Pentecostal Church was launched from First Assembly. 1958, Ogden Pentecostal Church started from First Assembly. 1962, this property, Elbow Drive property, was purchased. And at that time, this was the end of town. There were nothing but farm fields beyond this. And there were people that say, why are they moving all the way to the end of town? Well, guess what? We're in the middle. We're smack dab in the middle today of town. But those people were those who dreamed. 1968, the Elbow Drive building, the first phase, this room was completed. 1978, Airdrie Pentecostal Church. 1978, Mid Park Church, or Connections Church as we know it today. 1979, land was purchased in Strathcona. 1980, First Assembly Manor was established. 1988, Christian Life Assembly, where Pastor Tim uh, is there, and he felt a call about a year ago to go, and, and the good news, friends, is thriving. God is doing a new work at Christian Life Assembly, and, and we were able to be part of that again, even in a season where we were able to kind of replant that church in many respects, and, and sow some of our finest and our best over there for the, by the grace of God, and we're excited what God's doing. 1994, Westside King's Church was established. 1997, Masters Academy School on Crowchild. You drive by Masters Academy, that school was started upstairs in this building. 2004, the Calgary Dream Center, which is still our ministry of First Assembly today. That, that is a dream that started from this house. 2011, 
the Green Light Initiative, where there are multiple expressions of the gospel and plants and satellites. And even today, City Mosaic was launched out of that. And, and our imagined church that is meeting this morning in the Dream Center uh, is a satellite congregation of, of that season. But over the years, God has used this church in a powerful way, worked through us as a people to see the kingdom expanded in Calgary. Not to mention globally and around the world, the dozens of missionaries and missions teams that we've been able to send out over the years. And it all represents people who dream. We were like those who dreamed. We were like those who dreamed. And God is calling us to dream again. So let me share with you where we want to go by faith this coming year and into the future. But before we do that, I think we need to celebrate just for a few moments some of the things that God has been doing over this last year. Okay, so here's the first thing. The first thing I want to show you is simply this, that we have so many people involved. Uh, let's, go, let's go for those slides. Here we go. 424 people are serving weekly uh, First Assembly. I want to say well done. Thank you, First Assembly. And that represents everything from kids' ministry to music ministry to, to uh, teen ministry, ushers, governing council, all of us just serving together on a weekly basis. You make it happen. And, and this was such an exciting number for me when I was collecting this from the team. I was like, wow, that's incredible to see that many people actively and weekly engaged. There's also a place for you to serve if you're still not connected because part of that is being connected in teams. And you can connect at Next Steps today and it's a great way to get to know people as well if you want to serve. Next uh, thing we need to celebrate is 281 Decisions for Christ. And this is since January. The, the staff told me that this number was counted since January, so we thank God. And these, we recognize, are first-time decisions, and many of them also are rededications to the Lord. But we thank God for people responding. Another thing we need to celebrate, 91 people baptized in water since last Vision Sunday. Next slide. 50 moms and tots. On average, there's 50, 40 to 50 moms and tots that come out, sometimes more, in the gym. And over, I think Lisa said, 90% of them are unchurched and they're not connected to any church. A lot of them are coming from our Bel Air community. So we're seeing that revitalization in ministry right here. Uh, next thing to, to celebrate, 91 people trained in evangelism. So thankful for Pastor Casey and Krista coming on our team and helping us just to really, again, get rallied around building a culture of outreach. Uh, also, 238 people connected through Next Steps. And so we're helping people take their next step in their discipleship journey. One of the things that we see here at First Assembly is we understand that discipleship in its simplest forms is movement. And as we help people move, we help them be disciples. 109 uh, community groups this year that were actually initiated and started. Uh, yeah, come on. Thank you, Lord. You're, I mean, you're all part of this. And uh, Pastor Chris told me that represents over 700 people that are engaged and connected in community groups, uh, including kids on top of that. 110 people attended Alpha after Easter. Uh, 225 kids were at summer camp. That's doubled from last year's summer camp. So congratulations, Pastor Lisa and the team. Uh, kids ministry in general is up 35% in attendance from this time last year on our weekend services. So, shameless plug, if you're looking for a place to serve, I know Pastor Lisa would be happy uh, to have you hold some babies maybe once every few weeks or something like that. Uh, 344568 given uh, out from this house to local and global work of mission. Now, let me just say, 
Everything we do is missions, but this is, this is designated funds. This is, these are funds that have been designated or set aside or planned to go out from this house to uh, ministry and mission in our city and around the world. We also released a brand new worship album this year, uh, the Tehillah uh, worship album, Crossing Rivers, and we sang a song from that this morning. And so, come on, let's just give God uh, our praise. Let's just say thank you, God, for what you have done over this past year. So last year we, we rolled out a, a vision as a leadership. We called it V100 or Vision 100. And what that is, is it's, it's saying, God, we want to follow you into our future. And we believe that First Assembly needs to be strong and positioned uh, in, in a place of strength and health so that we can multiply. As the city plans for growth, we need to plan for growth. If the city is doubling their efforts, we need to redouble our efforts for the gospel in our city. And so, strong position for the future. The mandate is to reach, to revitalize, and to reproduce. And all those stories that we shared with you this morning of what God is doing over this past year is all about people, reaching people, revitalizing ministry here within this house, revitalizing the building itself, revitalizing our relevancy and our presence in our community, and also to reproduce that we are looking and searching uh, in the south of Calgary. We've been talking about this for a few years as we pray. We feel God drawing us to the south. But what we see is this, and some people say, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to move down south and, 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 and you're going to you know, abandon us here in the middle of the city? No, that is not what we're doing. We see ministry happening here at Elbow Drive for the foreseeable future. We, we believe there should always be a church, a presence right here in the middle of the city. So don't worry, we're renovating because we're staying for a while, right? Well, we're going to be here. We're going to be impacting the city in this area. But at the same time, we also believe that God would have us to, to launch out in faith where we would have two sites. We would have two anchor campuses in the city. And it would look something uh, like this. I think there's a, do you guys have that picture up there? Okay, anyway, we, we, there's a, a graphic that shows that there's two anchor campuses in the city. That is one in the north or one in the central area, and then one in the south. Here it is. And so it's going to look like this. So First Assembly, Elbow Drive. And then we're looking right now. Last year we were looking over kind of on the southwest side. We found uh, some land that we brought to you. We didn't feel at the end of the day as we prayed unanimously uh, that it was the right land at the right price at the right time. One of the reasons we didn't feel right about it. It was because it would have been 10 years or more before we could put any kind of shovel in the ground. And we thought we got to move the vision forward faster. We were believing God to accelerate this vision. So now we're looking right now in the southeast around the Seton area. And they're saying that this area of Calgary, that Seton itself, will be Calgary's second downtown. And so if we're close to this, we're 15 minutes or less from this downtown, then I believe we need to be positioned near the next population center in Calgary where, where the movement is going, where families are going, where business is going. Where, where, and we believe uh, in influencing the seven mountains of culture that God has called us to be salt and light in every arena. And so we want to be right in the middle of what God's doing in our city as salt and light. We, we're, not, we're the head, not the tail, friends. We need to be influencers. We need to be there. We need to be engaged. We need to be making friends and, and loving people and, and leading and stepping out by faith into areas of leadership. Because this is who we are. We are like those who dream. And we're believing God and we're trusting God for big things. We're dreaming big and we're imagining for more. And so our goal 
is we see in the future a city-reaching church. A city-reaching church of at least 5,000 people. And it's not just about the numbers. It's really about the strength of that. Because we believe that if we have two campuses that at minimum will be able to impact on a regular basis a church of around 5,000. But we believe that even more than that, the church is not just about the gathering, it's about the scattering. And we've always been about that, about sending and planting. And so we would see two anchor points in Calgary, that from those anchor points, we would be launching churches and ministries all around the globe. It could even be one day that we would have a campus in the north. Anybody live in the north? And so God can do it. And uh, so fear not. You may not have to commute as far, north people. One day, I wouldn't be surprised that God would have us move up there. But we know that for the foreseeable future, for the future now that we see, we know our next effort is to go south. And it's about making room for more people for the decades ahead. And so as we look to the future, God's calling us to dream big and to imagine more in our lives. So let me share with you where we want to go by faith. We're calling these the above and beyond initiatives. In November, we're going to have an opportunity to have a Sunday rallied around an opportunity for us to to significantly and intentionally sow a gift above and beyond. And it's not about the amount, it's about the sacrifice, but together, everybody doing something that we can realize some of these initiatives. So there's five of them, and let me show, show you what they are. The first initiative is South Campus, that we are going to uh, plant not just a, um, we're not just looking for property, we want to plant a presence in the South uh, over this next year. We're already, our staff is already uh, calling around different venues. We're going to be sharing more with you in the weeks to come, but we're planning some worship nights, some family outreaches in the South area so that we can uh, rally around reaching people in that area. We also see the opportunity when we want to be locked and loaded for when the time comes where we actually need to start a Sunday gathering. So we want to be ready and positioned. So we're going to be trusting God for the South Campus. And so we want to invest in that this year. The second thing, second initiative, the above and beyond initiative is our Russian ministry. And I was there with the team from First Assembly this past spring. And the work that God is doing in Russia is absolutely phenomenal. And I really felt like we need to be a part of this somehow. We need to be a part of helping our Russian brothers and sisters. And many of you who are here, you heard Ilya and what he is doing. Right now they have 62 church planters that they've sent out. 62 in Siberia and around different parts of Russia. Amen. And we want to be a part of that. We want to sow into that. They have 24 locations uh, that are represented with those 62 plants, planters. They have 15 teen challenges. 15. So we have the Calgary Dream Center. They've actually multiplied 15 different sites through this one network of churches all over Siberia and different parts of Russia. And they actually give leadership to 350 teen challenges nationally. And so we feel such a connection because of our heart for the Calgary Dream Center and our heart for reaching the homeless and addicted, men and women and families in our, in our city. We have such a connection with, with this work in Russia. They have an opportunity uh, to purchase a, a building. They have a, a building that, they, that is empty, that is just sitting there. And so we want to come in with some other partners, uh, some ministry partners, to help them actually move forward. It's right in the middle of a, a bunch of apartments and where, where there's just just thousands and thousands of people that are reachable within walking distance. And so we want to be a part of that. Also, our Elbow Drive 
renovations, you notice that there's some things that are getting painted and, and uh, there'll be some new seats coming soon and, and some of these things. And so we still need uh, some further support in, in making the seats a reality. If you want to be comfortable on, in, on Sunday morning when you sit and you're down and, you, and you, the pastor's preaching too long like I am this morning, you're starting to feel it, aren't you? Some of you are like, amen, amen, pastor. And the more you say amen, the faster I go. You know how that's how it works, right? Amen. And the more you say amen, I think I'm done. I don't need to talk anymore. If you don't say amen, you're quiet. I keep going. I keep going. So yeah, there we go. Amen. Right. But the seats are not just for you. They're for the, they're for the people that are not in this building yet. And we want to get rid of every, dis- listen, us church people, we can sit on, you know, whatever we We used to have sawdust when we were doing revivals back in the day. We don't need new seats and all this fancy stuff. It's like, maybe you don't need it. But people who are unchurched that don't know the Lord, do you know that there's some surveys that went out and uh, one of the major things that people won't come back to church is when the building is kind of falling apart and they're just like, the bathrooms are dirty and the seats are uncomfortable. For you and I, it doesn't matter as much. But, so it's not just for us, friends. It's really about, we want to get rid of every distraction possible in hindering somebody to hear the gospel or to come to Christ. And so we want to make a place that is relevant for kids and safe. And it's, a, it's an environment that actually represents our city well and represents the Lord with excellence. And so we need some help still with our, our renovation goals uh, as we move forward this year. Also, I'm really excited about this one. We are launching a Tehillah Ministry College in the new year, in January. We're already talking with Vanguard College with uh, offering some Bible college uh, courses. Uh, you can take it for credit or even by audit. We're opening it up not just for the Tehillah students, and, but for young adults uh, and, and for adults. Anybody, any age can, can take this. If you want some extra ministry training for credit or for audit, we're opening up to our entire church. And so we're excited about this. James and our team, are, we're, we're building this uh, uh, opportunity for people to come and get practical ministry experience and to grow deeper. So we're going to be uh, studying the books of the Bible together, uh, and it's going to be absolutely awesome. And in giving people an opportunity to experience ministry and to step in practically and to grow. How many know that God is raising up an army of young adults, young people, and even people, old people like me? Uh, God's still working on us, and we need to be trained, and we need to be equipped, and we need to be empowered. Man, First Assembly, we're into freedom. We're into empowerment. We're into setting people free. We're into, we're into calling people on in their gifts. We just say, go. We want to empower you to flourish. And so we're going to train you. And so this year it's starting. I'm super excited about this one. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. And so we want to also, we have a vision for the city. So it's not just our church. Any people that come, we want to sow them back to their local church so that they can be a blessing. And so we're excited about that. To kick things off and also to really move our focus around equipping and empowering. We're doing a, a conference this, this year as well. FA Church Empower Conference. And I want you to get these dates down. January 25th to 27th. I want you to get these dates down because this is for you. We want to set aside a few days in January. We're going to do some praying and fasting into the new year. But we are going to have a conference together of worship and equipping. And we want to empower spirit-empowered leaders. Spirit-empowered leaders on mission. So we want to equip you practically in your workplace. We want it to be practical for you where you live. And so First Assembly uh, Empower Conference. And we're excited about that. We already have some speakers lined up that are coming. and It is going to be awesome. So get it in your calendars. And so we're saying, I said to the staff, it's for First Assembly. But if other people come, uh, that's a bonus. 
And I believe that there's hunger in our city, and I think we're going to open it up to everybody for sure. But uh, Imagine Church, Pastor Craig and Stephanie said, we're in, we're coming, we're bringing our people. So First Assembly, well, let's lean in and let's be a part of this. Uh, I'm excited about this initiative coming up. And our final initiative is that we feel like we need to uh, raise some capital, some, we need to raise some cash, some funds, so that we can actually secure property. So when the time comes that God gives us the go-ahead, uh, right now we're working very seriously with a developer. We've been looking at a couple of options. I wished this morning that I could be like, and here it is, the big reveal. But you know, these things take time. And you know what? We want God's timing, and we, we want to wait, and, and people who are church people, you're, you're going you're gonna to understand this. But we don't want Ishmael, we want Isaac. We want God's timing. We want God's, God's, God's promise for us is his way and his time. And so I'm hoping that in the weeks and for sure in the months to come, we'll be, be able to share much more specifically about the land. But at this point, um, we, are, we are working seriously with the developer and we're very, very excited about where things are going. But we need, some, we need to plant some seed so that we can get some... Uh, you know, some early renderings and, and to secure some land in the south. So November 25th is a Sunday. It's the Sunday following our AGM. And we're trusting God, we're believing God to see these above and beyond initiatives move forward. And so we're trusting the Lord. And this is above and beyond our regular giving. We're, we're, we're only going to go with what we're provided for. We're, we're only going to go into the future and be good stewards as God leads us. But we believe that by the grace of God, as we all lean in together, that we could sow $1.5 million into these projects so that we can continue to reach, we can continue to revitalize ministry, and we can reproduce and begin movement in the South. And we believe that God has called us on mission and he's given us some clear steps forward. And so I want you this morning simply just to begin to pray. There's going to be no offering today, so just relax, okay? There's, I'm not going to, you know, hey, call the ushers one more time. All right, so everybody just relax. We want to give you time to sincerely pray. Heather and I are already talking about what does it look like for us uh, on that last Sunday of November to come with an offering that is above and beyond our regular giving, a sacrificial offering to, to see a seed planted, to move the vision, to accelerate the vision. The vision will come, friends. But this is our opportunity, I believe, to accelerate this vision this year. I think we're ready. Uh, I, think, I think we're positioned as a church where we are ready now to, by faith, accelerate the vision to see more and more people come to Christ. This is all about reaching the lost. This is all about reaching people. As our city plans to double another million people, what are we going to do as the church? We need to step in by faith. And so I want you to take these next number of weeks just to begin to pray. There's more information. We've put a website up for you. You can click on your phone even right now if you want to or when you go home. But it's called v100.ca or Vision 100. And you can also access that right from our, our church website, our First Assembly Church website. Just go under the Vision section. You can find out more information. And we're going to be updating that for you because we want to, as the vision develops, give you more and more information, ways that you can track and be a part of that. And so we're trusting God that it's time for us to dream big and to imagine more. Thank you, Father. I'm going to ask our worship team to come back this morning.
As we reach and revitalize and reproduce, it will help us to be on mission globally, local church expansion, investment into the future. And so we're trusting God uh, to enable us by his grace to move vision forward. I wonder this morning if, if you would stand with me and I want to just share just a couple thoughts with you before we conclude today and we're going to pray. The first thing is simply this. We talked about that when you come to Christ, it's like a dream. When you experience the freedom that there is in knowing Jesus Christ personally in your life, it's like a dream come true because you're no longer in fear and slavery and bondage and, and, and you're no longer in shackles and in chains like we sang about today. And I wonder if there would be some here this morning on this Vision Sunday. It's a unique Sunday. This is, again, family meeting today. Here's kind of where, what God's doing, where we're going. But I wonder if you're here today. I believe you're not here by mistake. I believe you're here because God, just as he has a vision for our community and moving us forward corporately, God has a vision for your life. And he saw you. When he hung on that cross, he saw you and your need to receive his forgiveness. God says that, the Bible says that before you were even born, God knew you from the foundations of the earth. God had a plan for you. And when you receive Christ as your, as your savior, as you receive Christ as the one who is the forgiver of your sins and you put your trust in him and what he did for you, he made us right with God again. Remember in the garden, we, we walked away, we went our own way, but, but Jesus came back as the second Adam. The first Adam, because of Adam's sin, we all fell away as a human race from God's initial purpose. But Jesus loved us so much, God says that he gave his only son. The Bible says God gave his only son, Jesus, that whoever would believe in him doesn't have to perish any longer, but can have eternal life. And God's life for you, it may not be easy all the time. You may have your ups and downs. You may have problems and challenges. I guarantee you, Jesus said in this world, you're going to have trouble. So it's not a trouble-free life, but you're never alone. He's always with you. And his ultimate purpose is always to take you from strength to strength and from glory to glory. You may go through valleys. Even David said, I'll walk through a valley, but I'm not going to fear in that valley. Why? Because God prepares a table for me. I know it's going to get better. I know I'm going into a future. I know that God has something for me. And God this morning wants you today, if you're here, to receive his dream for your life. His dream is that you would know him personally a Savior and Lord. And so I'm just going to pray. If we could just bow our heads for a moment, close our eyes, and just be in a posture of prayer. There may be some in this room today. You say, this morning, this is my day. I'm going to make a decision today to receive God's forgiveness. I want to become a follower of Jesus. I want to say yes to God's dream for my life. I think that's what being a Christian is. Says, God, I got all kinds of dreams, but I actually submit them to you and trusting that God's dreams are way better and way bigger than any dream you could even have yourself. And God gives you dreams in your life for a purpose, but they're never going to amount to what they could be unless they're first yielded to him. And I know that God has so much more for everyone. And so here today, if you say, I'm coming to Christ, I'm giving my life to Jesus. I'm going to give you just a, just a moment to consider that. 
And if you're saying yes to Jesus today, would you just slip up your hand and I want to pray for you just in a moment. If you're here, he's saying, that's me. I'm becoming a Christian today. I want Jesus to forgive my sins. I'm just looking around this morning. If there's anybody, just lift up your hand and hold it there just for a second until I can see it today. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Is there anybody here this morning? I just want to give you that moment. Thank you, Father. If you're here today, you can pray from in your heart. We can give you a Bible. We can help you on your way. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, for First Assembly family. We thank you, God, for this room full of people that you have saved, that you love. God, we're going to heaven, and we're so thankful for it. And, God, I pray as we move into the future on this Vision Sunday that you would, would accelerate the vision in all of our lives by our spirit. I thank you, God, also that you would break off bondages and slavery over our lives. God, we want to be like those ones in Psalm that sang that song of ascent, that we were like those who dreamed, that we were like those who dreamed. We were like those who dreamed, God, because you freed us from captivity. God, I pray that you would renew that dream in our hearts again, Lord. Let, let it be fresh to us. Let our salvation, Lord, just well up within us again today. Lord, as David prayed, God, restore to me the joy of my salvation. And then let that joy and, and let my dream and let what you've done in me, God, let it, let it multiply and let it spill out from my life. And God, we take a few moments this morning to pray for our city of Calgary. And God, we thank you, Lord, that as people come from around the globe, as people move into this city over the decades to come, God, may we be a church that would be positioned right in the middle of where you desire us to be. We don't want to wander around in the wilderness, God, when the promised land is right there. So give us faith to cross over the Jordan. Give us faith, Lord, as your presence leads us forward, that we would be following you right exactly where you desire us to be. And God, I speak your blessing and your favor over each one today, God. I pray for their finances. I pray, God, that you would help us even in these weeks and months to come. God, that we would get in our heart. We're going to give above and beyond to you, Lord. We're going to bring an offering, God. And as we sow in, in, in faith, and as we sow even in tears, it says in this psalm that they came back, oh God, reaping the sheaves and the harvest, because as they sowed, as they sowed in tears, they reaped in joy. And God, we thank you. We thank you, God, for the opportunity to be on mission with you today. In Jesus' name. And the church said, amen. Amen. Come on, let's give our praise to God this morning. We're going to sing one more time. Come on, let's give our praise to God as Michael comes to lead us.